Well, today is a day for three martyrs of the early church, of whom we don't know much, and all of their names sort of sound like body parts, but they're not. We have Nereus, Archelaus, and Pancras. If you've spent much time in England, you've probably... Pancras is somebody they really got into. There's a, a railroad station named after him. We don't know much at all, except for he probably died in the year 304 when he was about 14 years old during the Diocletian persecution. And we know even less about the other two. We know that they're buried in the catacombs. But our first reading today is about Paul and Silas being treated terribly as they are spreading the gospel but about how kind and gentle they are in treating the people they meet. And that leads us to a reflection about how best we can witness to the faith to others. Paul and Silas led a tough life out on the road. They were always going to new places, and every place they went, they went first to the synagogues, to people they did not know, And they had to worry if their message would be received with joy or with a sense of them being heretics. And we know they faced many dangers. Paul lists them all in 2 Corinthians at one place about the robberies and the stonings and all this stuff. And so I guess they got off kind of easy this time. They only were stripped, beaten, and jailed. But yet, they were joyful. Is this realistic? Well, actually, yes. I think so. There's a famous long quotation by Pedro Arupe, one of the former Jesuit superior generals, and maybe you've heard part of it. It, He says along the lines of, nothing is more important than finding God, or, to put it another way, nothing is more important than falling in love. Find what it is that will get you up in the morning keep you up at night, will determine what you do with your weekends and evenings, who you will love and who you will meet. And there are many people in this world who love doing the jobs they have, even though a lot of people on the outside will say, why Why would you do that? I think of people who are nurses, who find such great joy in helping people, and other people are like, oh, I can't stand blood. Or, you know, I know a few people in Knoxville who are sanitation engineers, and they really enjoy it, and they talk about it at length. And a lot of people look at priests, and they say, how could you do that? What what a horrible job. I've told you before, I'll tell you again. I think I'm one of the happiest people in Knoxville. So do you think that Silas and Paul were actually singing in the prison? Perhaps. And they were filled with love for others. Look at how they treated the jailer. It's hard to believe that an earthquake happens, their chains are broken, and they decide to continue to sit there because they think about the fact that the jailer will probably commit suicide if they leave. They apparently convince all the other prisoners to stick around too. Pretty remarkable to think that much about others in that moment of liberation. Now, what they said to the jailer were kind of words we hear a lot. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you and your household will be saved. And here in East Tennessee, we hear all kinds of people to tell us that. But we have been told only 12% of communication is verbal. 
And I think the reason this message meant so much to the jailer was because of the joy and the concern that they had for him. We have to be careful that when we witness, we don't just witness with our words. We have to witness with our attitudes and our relationships with other people. That is how we communicate the gospel. Come, Holy Spirit, make us joyful and caring.